Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Blank Canvas, the arts and education podcast from Lester B. Pearson School Board. This is Frank Caracciolo, artist and arts consultant for Lester B. Pearson School Board. Please join us as we speak with people making a difference in the arts and education community. On this episode, we visit with art stars Mary France Fitzgerald from LaSalle Elementary Senior and Emily Eberlin Timmons from LaSalle Elementary Junior. These two art specialists shine and they talk about how art impacts their communities and their students. Let's get started. Welcome, good afternoon. I'm here at the Blank Canvas with Mary France and Emily. Both are coming to us from LaSalle today, and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves and what they do. Please, Mary France. Hi, thank you for having us, Frank. We appreciate you uh, thinking of us. Sometimes we get forgotten a little bit in LaSalle, so we appreciate this. So I'm Marie France, and um, I've been the art teacher here at the senior school. This is my 16th year. Um, I had a degree in design, um, and then uh, my BEd, my focus was in art education, obviously. And like Emily, this is this is it, and we love uh, love being here. And this is, I think, the best the best position to have and to do art in this community is awesome. Right. Uh, it's something that you shouldn't be forgotten. That you you both put on the best art show I've ever seen uh, and I'm, I'm talking about in my career as a teacher I've never seen a, a project like you did in the past and so I wanted to have you on today to highlight some of the art. Emily can you tell us a little bit about yourself too? So I work at LaSalle Junior. I'm the art teacher at, at Junior and I I haven't been uh, with the in the LaSalle community as long as Mally Foss. I've been uh, it's my sixth year I've been teaching for eight. Yeah, I, I really love this school. I love I love teaching art. I love this program. I really believe in it. I think all schools should have an art program because mm-hmm. how therapeutic it is for the students. Like in my you know free time, I dabble in watercolors that uh, make cards and little things. And I just bought a house. I moved to Dorval. Oh, nice. And, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And wait, before we go any further today, I must uh, tell the listeners. This is your last interview as a single person, right? You are <laughs> you are embarking on a new adventure. Could you, congratulations, first of all. But there Thank it is, our, our last interview with you as a single person. A Yay. little COVID wedding on Friday. And then next summer, we're going to try to do something a little bit more uh, celebratory with more people. But so some Friday, it's a, a little, it's been a sh- strange couple of years. Yeah, it's, it's been really so, difficult mm-hmm. and coming yeah. through all of this, uh, you know, and it's great. That's really nice news for you. And, and uh, I hope you all the best for that. But but back to, back to what we're here for. Right. I mean, it's nice to celebrate all these good things, especially the arts. Your the projects I see always are inspiring. What happens now is I asked Mary France and, and to, to send me some artwork and I got this special package that came to the school board and people are going nuts trying to figure out what was in this package because it was so nicely done. The outside was a piece of art in itself, but uh, it's, it's great because <laughs> you, you allow us to see some of the artwork that's done there. And I hope that uh, at the end of this year uh, that things are going well and that we can have one of those spectacular exhibitions that you put together i'm hoping that it will, will be we'll see what happens right that's the yeah uh, we don't yes. know yet yeah stay tuned right we, we don't mm-hmm. know but you you always come up with with wonderful things can you tell me a little bit mary france i'll ask you first can you tell us a little bit about your philosophy with art uh and education like how do you see it um you're an art specialist so well i think 
I think I mean, we'll talk a bit about our community after, but I think considering the community, um, it's always been important to me to create a safe space to be free to create, to try out new different materials that perhaps they're not um, exposed to. It's always been my focus. It, it comes through in the artwork. You can see the care. And uh, I, I have been lucky enough to be with you at the exhibitions and uh, the students who are serving, students who maybe weren't in your class or other students visiting from other schools, they they get to see that they're sitting on the floor drawing and they're looking and there's just, can you just tell us about how many pieces do you usually put in one of those shows? Uh, well, it's really grown over the years. Uh, <laughs> I think what, pre-COVID, we was our 10th or 11th annual one. Um, so in the beginning, it was about one or two pieces per student. And then we were up to about five or six pieces. And so we were up to like six or 7,000 pieces in um, including lots of collaborative work and things like that. So mm-hmm. I think my favorite part to share with, with other teachers is the, like the construction fences that we rent. We have a great relationship with Econo uh, and uh, we rent the, the construction fences from them. And that's how we transform the gym into our own little museum space. Yeah, I, I've seen that. And I know that you've put your own, uh, your own money down to get those things done, those projects done. And then you wait for reimbursement and, you know, uh, it, it's a really big deal. It's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, it's the way it goes. But but it's, it's something that people should know, like the amount of uh, energy and, and personal time that you put into to projects like that. And that's why I, I'm, I'm so happy to have you on today, because that's that's something that needs to be uh, known by others, you know, other teachers, other uh, people at the school board. I mean, it's really wonderful. And those those students are served so well by both of you. So Emily, what about you, uh, your philosophy, your personal philosophy, you touched on it just a little bit before we, when we got started, but if you could elaborate. Yeah, it's, it's very similar to Manifals. I think the art room is a space where kids can make mistakes, try things, feel safe, uh, feel like excited and just have fun too. Like I want them to be happy and I want them to be able to you know, really to make mistakes, a lot of them um, can shut down and and be really hard on themselves when they're working. And uh, so I really want them to come in here and to take chances and take risks and know that, you know, all art is good. And I think a lot of adults don't realize that kids art is like very innocent and pure and that we want kids art to look like kids art. We want them, it can be messy and that's okay. I find often like I am sometimes having to explain to adults, like, it's okay that it doesn't all look the same. Like want it to look different <laughs> too. I know it's crazy, but like, I also like, I didn't really get into my background. Like I have an art history um, degree and a communications degree in film studies. And then I went back and did my postgraduate diploma in, in education. And like, I think just from like lit- working the museum and seeing different types of art, I've been exposed to a lot and a lot of people aren't. So they think, you know, like they want these like cookie cutter things, but really we, I want kids to just take chances and to use different colors and make messes and mix things. And I mean, they're little because I'm at the junior school. I teach K to grade two. So like, I can't go as, you know, profound, like I can't go as deep as Mali Foss with a lot of things uh, when we do artist studies, but, you know, cause I'm teaching them a lot about fine motor and like holding a pencil, but uh Uh, Yeah, that my philosophy is really like, I want them to explore, to be creative, and not to feel like they are doing something wrong. You know, I want them to feel just like really safe in my my room. Which I think uh, you would agree with me, Emily, is maybe 
to just share a little bit more about the community that we serve and why those emotional challenges are so present. I think, I'm not sure, I think everybody knows, but our our LaSalle schools are challenging and we are both TIPS schools, um, which is trauma-informed. We use trauma-informed practices and we focus a lot on the zones of regulations. And yes, the art room can be a safe space, but it can also be a space that triggers uh, Mm -hmm. emotions. Interesting, Mm -hmm. a few years ago, we started noticing that perhaps doing self-portraits was no longer something that was necessary in the beginning of the year. And I wait almost till the end of the year until we had built enough of a relationship and enough of a safe space for this to be able to do a self-portrait and to look at themselves because that was so a lot of emotional issues and self-confidence through that artwork. I'm sure you noticed the same thing, Emily. And Yeah, I also wait now a little bit. I don't do it yeah. for the year, like halfway through the year we do it. And we really, like, it, it is hard for them. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, with being triggered I've had a lot of kids like express things to me that you know the challenges that they're going through in their life they, they all of a sudden in the middle of an art class you know students mm-hmm. crying or will get really upset and I think I think you know I'm glad they have this space where they can they can do that but it, it can be you know it can be triggering too I agree mm-hmm. it's definitely an extra challenge yeah well it's a powerful tool in education and that's why we do this right we we know that uh, students need a place that's safe and we then where they can maybe their skill set might be uh, limited in one area. But when they come into the art room, you know, uh, they might excel. And that's really just a wonderful thing to peek that and, and see that and give them a voice uh, through making art, which is, is really what, what it's all about. Right. Just to, again, you, you mentioned the community several times, you know, and for people that are, you know, outside of, of the LaSalle area. Um, how is it for the two of you uh, in that community when you come in and you're working? Like, how does it feel emotionally for both of you uh, dealing in, in a community that may be more challenged than others? I can, um, it's definitely, I yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to reflect on how honest I can be. <laughs> yeah, same here. Like, I, I don't, you know, that's a tricky no, question. Yeah. No, but in to, to to in all transparency, it is challenging. Um, and over the past 16 years, I've had to develop my own personal methods of protecting my emotional being and not absorbing all of the life experiences of the so just to put into perspective at the senior school, we have about 370 students, and of those, we have over 150 that are on IEPs. That's a that's a big number, I think, compared to other schools. And so there's definitely many added uh, challenges and added layers there. But we are very lucky to have uh, a great team and a lot of resource support. Um, we can always use more. <laughs> hear that, everybody who's listening. Use some more. Well, that's why I'm hoping Send more. For sure. Um, but yes, but I, I would like to mention, though, that I think it's important. Um, I've always, I've been blessed with a, a resource team that has always seen the importance of the arts. And um, when a student is brought up, sometimes at resource, uh, they ask to see the portfolio or to um, analyze some of their drawings and things like that. And so I think art at our school sort of completes the package um, in supporting the child. Yeah, I, I would see that. You'd see a lot. I mean, people who make art with students regularly understand that it, it comes out. It's so clear. It's like mm-hmm. uh, they don't need much uh, training, but you just see what's happening on paper right? How they're drawing or how they're expressing. And uh, I, I love it. I, I think it's just a really 
important part of the learning process that uh, that maybe gets overlooked sometimes because we're all mm-hmm. rushing for exams and everything. But I, I'm always an advocate for the more art making, the better in the schools. Both of you uh, have applied in the past for Culture in the Schools grants, which is another program that I work on at the school board. Uh, are you planning on applying this year? And do you have projects in mind that you might want to share with us that, that you're, you'd be working on? I go first. I have some, but you can go. Oh, okay. I well, I was going to wait to see how COVID kind of continued. I I, I would like to have um, a guest artist in, in and I, I hope to have some in. There's so many artists that, that you can choose from, which is so cool, but I take a long time to read the bios because I want it to suit the, the junior. You know, it's a little tricky with the junior kids because they like they can't do really difficult projects so I read the bios a long time um so yeah I'm hoping to have someone in if all is good with COVID then then yeah in the and I think it more in the spring so I am applying and I've applied in the past I've also done the fine arts program which is great taking the kids to the fine arts uh but that's through it's great to have guest artists in. it's also great to have people share their knowledge and let me step back and and have the kids be exposed to other things that they might not normally be exposed to, you know? Yeah, I think it gives you a break too. I mean, honestly, it's nice to step back and say, oh, somebody's coming in and you could sit back and let them do uh, their thing, which is still, it's, it's a plus for everybody. Mary France, mm-hmm. how about you this year? Anything for culture in the schools? Yeah, definitely. Well, as you know, I do. I, I know. love <laughs> doing them and I do them yearly. And we had our huge one last year that you helped me with. So maybe yeah. we'll um, outdoor project after but yeah definitely I uh, love culture in the schools and I would say I would actually suggest um, I have worked with um, many different ones like for textile art and batik and I like to, to find um, artists who focus with who work with materials that we don't necessarily have access to so the textile um, specialist and then the batik and then we did a lot of ceramic work and then uh, the murals on the outside of the school and and those things and my favorite, uh, my favorite ones are uh, Nelson and Annie. They're ceramic artists and they do um, mosaics and collaboratives where they sometimes downtown Montreal and everybody comes and puts one piece in or we've done it several times at school. And um, I would definitely suggest people look up uh, Nelson and Annie and it's group Nayan, N-A-Y-A-N. And they by far the most professional um, group of artists. They come prepared and organized and it's well, yeah, you should, really impressive you should book, to watch them. Book them before this gets on air so that you can <laughs> make sure that you guys, I, I'm sure teachers are looking right now. I'm getting uh, slammed with, with people and requests and, and uh, questions about it because the program just opened this week. So yeah. I'm happy that it's, it's back. And, uh, and yeah, and even with uh, the, the COVID um Artists were there and they did those workshops oh. online. And I, I can't say it enough. The music teachers, the art teachers, uh, the drama teachers, the dancing, they, everybody, they're the first in line to get things going. They're just like, how am I going to do this? They don't say I can't do it. They say, how am I going to do this? And uh, the people giving the workshops are that way. And the people that want the workshops are that way. And they deliver it. You know, we have our mm-hmm. online academy through, um, you know, the school board and, uh, the numbers were much greater uh, last year. I'm thankful that they're less this year, but we still have. And they sign up for the uh, for the arts uh, workshops as well. And I'm, I'm really happy to support that and get arts through, even if it's virtual, as long as they're getting the arts in. I think it's a really important part of uh, the That's educational great. process. Yeah, for sure. 
So Mary Franz, tell me about the outdoor space that we worked on last year or the year before, before COVID, we did this project. Could you uh, tell us about that? Yeah, actually, it was during uh, COVID, during our last year, when uh, we realized that we would like to work in more fresh air and we wanted to, to work more outdoors in our outdoor classroom. And so we decided to expand on the small courtyard space we have in the front of the school. Um, Melanie, our, Melanie Forrest, our art therapist, had started a few years ago, actually, um, having benches built and flower boxes that um, the students at LCCHS had built. And she had worked very hard many years with other grants expanding that space. And she had also uh, worked um, to get the beehive on the roof with Alveol. And so sort of we picked up on um, where she had left off and decided to add to that outdoor classroom. And so that's when I worked again with uh, Group Naya, the ceramic group, and they built these stunning uh, hexagon shaped custom benches, which was all based on the beehive and nature and the plants and uh, um, creating resources for the bees um, in our urban, very, very urban (laughs) (laughs) yard. Uh, There's very little greenery, very few trees. Um, And so that's sort of where the idea came from. And then we continued to build more benches and add more trees. And then a natural relationship with the city progressed when we called to ask about one tree turned into a huge collaboration with the city city of La Salle. And we planted the students in May, June, planted over 80 trees and plants. Um, They de-asphalted some areas of the front little yard. The students did paver stones. And anyways, it sort of took on a huge life of it, became life of its own. Um, And now we have an outdoor space. And so we've been doing a lot of art outdoors with clipboards and and taking our stuff out there and a lot of classes are using it also so we're excited to continue building but that was our huge cultural école uh, grant project that you helped with last year yeah that was a big one and uh but uh, that's amazing and i think one of the key things is that the arts uh teachers like yourself and emily you work on these projects and then everybody else gets to use them right and it's like it's, it goes beyond just the art room right now. The science teacher could sit outside and the, the you know, the, the generalist could sit outside and, and even people that want to take a break from, from being inside, right. They get to sit uh-huh. down and uh, even parents, when I, I imagine when they're waiting for their, their students to come out, their children to come out, right. They're, they're able to use that space and wait. And so you're, you're really, that's a big impact and, and having the students be a part of projects like that, that they walk past every day and say, Hey, I, I had my hands were on that or I made this and I made this walkway is just a, a, a far cry from just, you know, doing a little things in the classroom, right? They, they're expanding mm. into the community and you're teaching them that. And that's just uh, such yeah. valuable stuff that's going on in your school. And I'm glad that we can we can talk about it some more today. Just back to, uh, you know, your students there, like when you see them come in and they're doing their projects and I'll say, Emily, first, um, they're younger right? What, what are they taking away from your class when they leave, like at the end of the year or just in classes or projects? Do you see like real change? Do you see engagement? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I see progress. I see the kids, like they learn to look and observe and they, they, they become better drawers. Like they're, they're, you know, at the beginning and we do a lot of like, you know, we do like, we recreate, um, what it's like for money to lose his eyesight or 
we, you know, we do little things where they try to put themselves, or Maude Lewis, like the Canadian artist, we try to think about what it would have been like to have like problems drawing with like, you know, with your muscles and, and they become very like uh, sensitive. And I just see so much progress from the beginning to the end of the year. And they, they take their portfolios at home. And at first I didn't know if I liked that, like giving them all their art at the end of the year, but <laughs> for them to see like their progression and yeah, it's, I think they, they, they feel so successful at the end of the year. They're, I don't, they're excited for the following year. They're really sad to leave, which is great. They're excited to go to senior, but they're sad to leave the art room, which, which is really rewarding too, you know, but I always say like, you're going to go on to see an incredible art teacher. Who's amazing. Yeah. And that's something. Thank you. Between the two (laughs) of you. I mean, what a team, like you, you're feeding Mary Frances program as well. Right. And I know that when they have the exhibition, it's like, the kids get to see all this artwork and it's really a solid way to work uh, the, the arts program that you have and the way you, you know, you're, you know, they do that in other, other core subjects, but I, I love it that the arts have both of you here with our, at our school board that you're doing it like that. And Mary friends, how about, how about you when, when the students are, are engaging, like what are you seeing happening in your classroom? Well, we see, like Emily said, that over time they learn to trust their own process. Um, and I, a little bit counterintuitive to say that, uh, you know, the process is more important than the product because then we end up having all the product out at the art expo. It seems to be the important part. But in all transparency, my favorite part of the art expo was all the photos of the students working. Um, there's, they're not, you know, obvious to everyone, but um, just remembering those those days and the process of working on it and the photos of the students, you know, lying in the hallway or painting or that's sort of a key part for me that's really important. And I and I see that in their own in the in their own trust of their own process. Um, and I think what I enjoy hearing also is over time, like Emily said, their their personal evolution of their personal evolution of appreciation of art. Like one of them, you know, coming back after a weekend and saying. I, I noticed the the light fixture at scores that <laughs> is phenomenal because uh, that means it's working and what the art appreciation and appreciation of aesthetics and um, is coming through and it's and it's it's an experience in their everyday lives and so it's those, those little examples that nobody else would necessarily notice or pick up on, but those mean a lot to us, I think. <laughs> yeah, and for me, uh, I, I'm with you. I think process is the whole thing, right? For me, the, of course, the the exhibit for for younger people, it's amazing to see your work up on the wall and some of the parents and guardians get to come and see it and administration gets to see it. And uh, so that's f- fantastic. But I'm one of those that uh, that process where they're making the art or struggling or coming through these breakthrough uh, moments when they get it as far mm-hmm. as their application of the technique. And, and then they come through and you're just like, wow, like you said, like having them be observant in the world around them outside of the school and then bringing that information back is really uh, a testament to what both of you are doing. You know, like that's really special stuff in the art. They also like, working up to expo is my favorite part because we spend lunch hours and recess groups and mm-hmm. like little mini bonding moments where the kids sort of help each other too. Like they really do help each other. And I find they're so empathetic to like, they, they support each other. Like if a kid is shutting down, cause like they can do that. Like they're, they're very hard on themselves with their art and other kids will like, 
you know, they, they come around and like one kid today was rubbing another kid's back and he made <laughs> I said, okay, well, he can fix it. And when he's ready and, you know, there's just so much bonding when we do prepare for expo that I like Mally Foss. It's the, it, it sounds silly to say the process is almost more fun than the, the expo, but mm-hmm. I, you know, my grade twos get to come and do special projects because it's their last year and they're so happy to come into the art room at lunch or at recess and proud, you know? So it's, it's, I, it's, I think it's rewarding for everyone. Yeah. I I'm, I'm over the moon with the two of you. I think you're, you guys are amazing what you do. Uh, it, it's just really important that uh, people get to know both of you, what you're doing and your, your passion for teaching art in the schools and, and what the outcomes are that, are so, uh, so, it's so hard to see, right? And, you know, in this big broad scope of things when the kids are moving on to the next level, but having, uh, having a few moments with you today is really important to me. And I'm, I'm really grateful that both of you are on. When, you, when you're looking for the expo this year, w- what month do you usually have it? Uh, is it May? Yeah, we usually book um, end of May based on a few factors, fence rental, heat in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the May, May is a tough month here in Montreal. Those people listening <laughs> from other places, yeah, it still could be tough. But, um, you know, so May, I would love it if you would both come back. If we, we get to do the expo this year, uh, I'd like to come there live and maybe interview some of the, some of the students uh, about the, the the project and we can we can talk about it some more in, in the future as, as we get closer to May but uh, I want to thank you both for coming in I think that uh, again I'm like gushing I, I just think that both of you are amazing and uh, I'm so happy that I could shed light on on both of you and what you do for uh, all the students at, at our school board so it's just an important critical critical thing uh, in their development to have these uh, arts and to have our teachers like yourselves people to to look up to and go to when they need to and create. And so I feel very lucky and fortunate that you're out there. And I speak about both of you often. So, you know, and, oh, thank you. and that's very sweet. Yeah. yeah and we don't, we definitely <laughs> don't do it alone though. There's a huge team of <laughs> yeah, I know an army, stuff, yeah. an <laughs> army of integration aids. And I have no to doubt. say, we've, we've always had a, a very supportive administration and yeah. believed in the arts and, honestly really funded uh, many projects and that I think has made a huge difference is over the years that continued support and um, understanding that the integration the integration aids are incredible and they they get no credit they're they're there like gluing things yeah I see them they're they're helping out the students and they start getting into it themselves right they Mm. they love the projects but again, look how humble uh, both of you are just to, to give that credit away. And, and uh, I'm glad that uh, I got to do this today with both of you. So uh, congratulations, Emily, on your, your future. Uh, that's Thank happening. You. When is it happening? We're, we're happening on Congrats. Friday. On Friday. Friday. <laughs> getting married on Friday. Oh, boy. A few hours away. That's amazing. So, but yes, thank, you. thank you. Thank you for coming on today. Mary France, thank you as always. And both of you will be, I'll be looking for your uh, culture in the schools applications. And uh, mm-hmm. if you need me, I'm here. Just call and uh, and I'm looking forward to coming visit. Maybe let me know when you're doing art. I can come in and, and help out or participate. So I always Great. love doing that. So yes, okay. absolutely. All right. Well, thanks thank again. You so much. Thanks, thanks for coming in. Thank you. This podcast made possible by the Educational Service Department at Lester B. Pearson School Board. 
please find The Blank Canvas on Apple Music and Spotify and wherever else you download your podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great day.